Minority Retort on X-Ray FM. X-Ray FM. Minority Retort with Jason Lamb. All right, it's Friday morning on X-Ray in the morning. That means it's time for Minority Retort. My name is Jason Lamb. I'm the co-host and co-producer of Minority Retort, the comedy show, which you can see at the Siren Theater. It's an all-people-of-color comedy show. It's hosted by myself and Julia Ramos, and now a rotating cast of characters. But here on the show, we don't just talk to comedians and talk about comedy. We also talk to other creative and thoughtful people of color who are doing big things in the community. And today I'm so pleased to be joined by my guest, who is currently starring in the Portland Center stage production of Sense and Sensibility, Kate Hamill's adaptation of the classic Jane Austen novel, which runs through February 10th. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show, Dana Osini. Dana, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us today, uh, especially bright and early. Uh, I know you had a late night last night. Uh, oh, yeah. I know that because uh, I was there last night, happened to see the show. Uh, and oh, nice. Yes, congratulations on uh, your great work in this piece. Thank you. Uh, so, well, I want to just start off right off the bat by asking you, uh, whom do you play in Sensi- Sensibility, for people who haven't seen it yet? Uh, in this production of Sense and Sensibility, I play Elena, the um, eldest of the Dashwood sisters. And... Obviously, Sense and Sensibility is a classic. It's It's been around a long time. Uh, a lot of people are uh, aware of it. Um, and I, I personally am, <laughs> was not all that familiar with uh, with Jane Austen's work, but, uh, but I obviously know it as a classic. Um, but I wanted to ask you, what, uh, what did you relate to most about Eleanor and... Or what did you have to find in her character in order to relate to her and, and play her uh, in this production? Oh, wonderful. Um, well, I would say that Elena and I are very similar. Um, I'm not the eldest sibling in my family, but I am one. I'm the second oldest out of five. So um, I understand the responsibility of having to look after your younger siblings and having them look up to you, Uh you know, try to walk that straight and narrow because, you know, you have um, younger siblings that are looking up to you. Um, And also in like the, the entirety of the play, it's about these women who have to try and find a way to navigate through the society of the time. And, you know, growing up, I, I grew up in Brooklyn, and you have to, you got to learn how to navigate as a, as, a, as a girl and growing into a woman. And I think um, Elena does that lovely because she understands the time that she's living in, and she understands what society expects of her, and she tries to um, operate in that way. I did, however, have to learn how to not be as passive because Elena is not a passive character at all. And like yourself, I wasn't very familiar with um, any Jane Austen material, so I started reading and I started watching like movies and seeing like little sitcoms of Sense and Sensibility. And the Bedlam's production is very, is very different 
there's like a sort of, of whimsicalness that they add to it. And because it can slip into a little bit of comedy, this classical piece, um, I had to I had to force myself not to slip into the comedy with the rest of the cast and just be more grounded and be more present and less affected by the whimsicalness in the scenes. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, you mentioned it there, and, and I mentioned it as well earlier, but I wanted to kind of explore it a little bit more. Um, it seems like for quite a time there, um, maybe 25 years ago or so, like everyone was reading Jane Austen. Um, it was really a, a, a trend for for whatever reason that people seem to connect to to Jane Austen and there were you know book reading clubs and and things like that um surrounded by uh, surrounded surrounding her work um and I wanted to just read from the playbill here to uh talk about what uh, what Kate Hamill had to say um that inspired her to uh write this adaptation of Sense and Sensibility um she says my love for Jane Austen's writing began when I was a teenager in a small town in rural America Reading the novels of a woman who had died centuries before I was born, I recognized the eccentricities of my own neighbors and read about people just like me who struggled to reconcile their consciences with the dictates of society. And I felt a strong sense of kinship with Jane Austen and intense love for a work that's gone on to shape my life. Um, so I wanted to ask you, though, and you, you talked about how you relate to, to, to Eleanor a little bit. Um, is this something that you can can sink your teeth into, or is it lessons that you can take away from from this piece that you apply to your own life? Um. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's let's think about that. Lessons that I can sink my teeth into. Um. Well, yes. In the show, you see um, these two sisters. The the two older sisters, Marianne and Elena, they go on this sort of love adventure with these gentlemen um, who seem to take an interest to them, but for whatever reason, because of society and like their past, the gentlemen's past, they can't pursue them as they wish to. So Elena is trying to reach Marianne and trying to let her know that there's a certain way that you conduct yourself. If you conduct yourself differently outside of that, then people are going to begin to talk about you in a way that um, is is not good. You know, society would not have it that way. If you're like a good young lady, then they, you shouldn't do certain things like the simplest things like writing a letter to this man that you are not engaged to or that you that hasn't professed his love to you or something like that so it's like it's all about like etiquette and a way that you should handle yourself and Marianne she throws all of that out the door she feels so much and she questions and she rebels against everything so I think from this piece, I took away that, you know, women like Marianne and Elena have always existed in the past, and they've existed up until now, and it's because of the relationship that we have with each other as women and how we communicate with each other and how we grow from each other and learn from each other that we are able to, like, sort of morph into, like, powerful and successful women that we are today, no longer dependent 
on just like the money of men or just having a, a wealthy suitor. <laughs> so, uh, f- fair warning here. Th- this is going to be somewhat of a weird question. <laughs> um, but obviously you're a black woman. Yes. And you're playing this role that um, I-, I think it's probably fair to say, we can't say with 100% certainty, but I think it's fair to say that wasn't envisioned in its origin to be played by a black woman and your sisters um, in this piece are played by white actresses is is your character in the piece a black woman because you're a black woman or is <laughs> is the is the, the race of your character important i guess is the bottom line question what i'm trying to get to is race is the race of my character important? Well, for me, it is. However, for the the piece, like the overall um, essence of the piece, I don't necessarily think so. It's more so about the women than it is about the race of the women. Because even if there there were. Uh, a black woman living at that time possibly going through these circumstances she would probably have to operate herself or conduct herself in the same way i think living in england at that time but yeah for me i try to focus on just telling the story of these specific women at that time so I, I try I try not to I guess for in a way to explain it I try not to make my character um have like the nuances of a black individual but more so of the nuances of a person that was in England at that time that that was the eldest that grew up with these um terms and conditions that she had to live by I think. Well, the reason why I asked that question, and I, I couldn't stop myself from thinking about. It. I mean, I, I was enwrapped in the uh, in the in the piece, and and you know, going on the journey with the characters, um, and uh, enjoying all of your performances. Um, but I couldn't stop myself from thinking about how that possibly played into how you were playing it if it was in consideration in, in how you were playing it um, or if it just didn't didn't matter at all or if that was, you know, anything that was discussed um, and how you were preparing for, for the piece. Um, so I appreciate that response. Yeah, no problem. Um, so you said a, a moment ago that you uh, you grew up in New York, but I, I thought I read that you were, uh, were from Jamaica. Yes, I was born in Jamaica. Um, and I only spent like three years there okay. since I was born. But then since um, 1991 or so, when my parents migrated to the U.S., we've been living in, they've been living in Brooklyn from then till now. And do you still have family there? Oh, yeah. In Jamaica or? In, 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 yeah, in, in Jamaica, Jamaica, I mean, yeah. Yes. Um, I have like distant family, family from like my dad's side and maybe a few cousins or so that is still there, aunts. Have you traveled back there much? Um, not often. Occasionally, we do go back for like a funeral or a wedding. Okay. Yeah, my family did go um, over the 
I think Thanksgiving break. But I was preparing to come here, so I didn't. Gotcha. Well, the reason why I ask about that is because um, uh, I... <laughs> I don't have the benefit of uh, being a, a world traveler myself. I, I, um, I'm a homebody. I, I stick pretty close to home. So uh, I've never been to Jamaica. Um, and it seems like one of those places that um, people have um, certain perceptions about. And I wanted to first ask you what your your memories were of, uh, of growing up in Jamaica. Obviously, you're only three years old. Um, but what Jamaica is like versus what people may believe it to be. Oh, wow. Jamaica is very beautiful and like the vibe of the people are really calm and it's just filled with a lot of joy and filled with a lot of laughter at least my family I grew up on the countryside of Jamaica so not in like the town town um, where it's a lot busier but we grew up in a small house that my my grandfather actually built and it's on the top of this mountain like for the longest time cars could not drive up the mountain and even sometimes when my family visits we don't drive the cars up the mountain we get some of the guys that have been there for a longer time I kind of know how to handle it to like drive the cars up the mountain because it is so steep and like the back of the house has this deep gully drop and it's just like filled with like banana trees and coconut trees and mango trees and all sorts of stuff like that it's it's real it's a real beautiful calm place um i i've only been to the resort side of jamaica once in like my entire life and that was also pretty like breathtaking mm. you know it's like it's it's a little um it's a little more decorative I should say, but still, still pretty beautiful. But I'm I'm from the countryside, you know, trees, lots of dirt and roads that aren't even like actual roads. People walking barefoot, children all over the place. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that convinced me. I'm going to book a flight uh, later today <laughs> and, get, and get it out of this uh, Pacific Northwest dreariness. Um, but you moved to the states when you were pretty young, and uh, you've been you've been acting for quite a while. And you, your your credits yeah. are uh, unbelievable here: uh, Smokey Joe's Cafe, Hairspray, Ain't Misbehaving, yeah. uh, Death of a Salesman. Um, yeah, right, and that was another interesting production. They, um, the I Love Lucy company, the whole entire cast was, I think, East Indian. Oh wow! Okay, and they they basically told that story. Um, even though it was meant for, I guess, the white people that were living in America at that time, but it it made it about this East Indian immigrant family instead. And, and you know, the story still resonated with them because everybody in America is just trying to trying to make it, trying to get that dream. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I did want to ask you about one uh, production that you were in in particular, and it was what you were in earlier or late last year, rather, at uh, Portland Center Stage, uh, The Color Purple. The Color Purple. Yes, where you played Nettie. Yes. Uh, I had Myesha McQueen uh, on the show um, back when that was um, running at Portland Center Stage. Uh, she played Sophia in, in mm -hmm. Color Purple. And I will tell you, like I told her, uh, what an emotional experience it was for me uh, to see that. Um 
uh, <laughs> I wept. I'm, <laughs> I'm not shy I, to say I it. I did too. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I'm not a crier. Well, yeah, that's what I want to ask you about. Was uh, it's 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 such an emotional story. Um, it's such a tough story to watch. Um, but it also means so much to to so many people. And I wanted to find out what type of emotional experience it was for you to to be in it. It was it was quite wonderful, really. Um, my sister Seely, um, played by Felicia Boswell, is Ugh. such a moving person and a moving individual, and she she really digs deep and embodies the character. So it's it's it was hard not to be on that level with her, and. It was it was a very a very moving piece because you saw how affected she was and the most of my time I was spent watching her either from like behind the scenes or in the wings as this sister that has that she feels for so much and she misses so much and she loves so much and you had to sort of just um, Dana in the wings watching the piece and then Nettie away like receiving all these letters from her and like seeing how she feels and what she's going through. So I couldn't help but feel for her and burst into tears at the end when Nettie returns because you you sort of just go on this journey with her and she takes you along the journey with Celie. So it was a very, very, very moving, moving piece to um, witness this woman who only knew the love of her sister grow into a woman that loved herself, you know. <laughs> And yeah, you you were absolutely great in that, and um, as well as the rest of the cast. And I want to thank you for your work in that. And I want to thank you for your work in Sense and Sensibility, um, which is a, just a, such a high energy and 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 fun show. It starts with a bang, uh, with a with a dance number. Uh, I believe I saw you doing the Roger Rabbit. Yes. Well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very we did. early on. <laughs> Um, we definitely did. Which I appreciate it. Jane Austen like you've never seen it before. <laughs> like you would never expect to see it anywhere else. Bedlam's production of Jane of um Sense and Sensibility is it's it's out there. Yeah. It's really out there. It's really out there and it's out there at Portland Center Stage running through February tenth. Uh Dana Asenia, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. X ray.